106.9 FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience. From the rock city of Nigeria, rock city of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Me and no like trouble. Oh. One man thing is another man struggle. Oh. Oh, uh. Money no day today, money go day tomorrow. Feel good is a happy day. Oh no, pepperi pepperi pepperi. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Nobody do pass yourself. Nobody do pass yourself. Pepperi 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 pepperi. Nobody do pass you say You know get the money you want to do love love Trouble to sleep younger go wake up Don't do today forget tomorrow Hey feel good is a happy day Like yeah Nobody do pass yourself. Nobody do pass yourself. Pepe, 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 pepe. Ah, nobody do pass yourself. Hey, yeah. Pepe, 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 pepe. Nobody do pass yourself. Nobody do no no no. Pepe, 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 pepe. And don't come to Japan is your feel good radio fresh 107.9 fm a great morning to you wherever you are listening to us from uh, today wednesday the 27th of october 2021 great to know you're there uh joining us this wednesday morning uh from work from home or uh, you're on the streets where the speakers are locked on the dial 107.9 thank you for joining us wherever you're listening to us from kizaniel with the song no do keep setting things this morning uh, i love the song uh, for you know obvious reasons uh, you know talks about um, you know the regular advice you give in life for for some reason we just um, you know in as much as we are a lot we just never listen you know uh, there's always the advice uh, don't bite more than you can chew uh, in his words no do pass yourself but for some reason we continue to do pass ourselves and we continue to bite more than we can chew it is the 300th day of the year what, what it means is there are 65 days left in the year 2021. I've always said uh, there are a lot of opportunities out there uh, in the remaining days of the year. So whatever your story has been in the first or the last 300 days of the year, uh, make sure that you you know make yourself available for opportunities that come in the remaining 65 days. Whatever you do, don't buy more than you can chew. 
no do pass yourself. That's my message this morning. It's weird to say uh, that this is the first installment of the program this week. Apologies, uh, you couldn't join us on Monday uh, because of uh, some technical issues that we had to sort out here. Apologies, really. Uh, thank you for your messages. Thank you for your questions. I love you querying what exactly happened. Uh, but it's good to be here uh, this Wednesday. It's platform this Wednesday. Wale Bakar is my name. Welcome to the program uh, this uh, morning. Promises to be another exciting time this morning. Welcome. Platform this Wednesday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkutawali Bakar is my name. Great to have you join us as always uh, this uh, Wednesday. Uh, today on the program, uh, we'll uh, be talking to a very interesting guest. He is, uh, well, a veteran broadcaster, as a media trainer by excellence. He's, uh, he was the producer of the NTA Abelkutaw program, Get Smart, uh, many years ago. I bet a lot of you would remember. Uh, he's also a former director of the NBC. He is the chairman of the Pioneers Firm of Abelkuta. That's a group of retired, resigned, or pensioners of the Nigerian Television Authority, Abelkuta. Mr. Olali Kwajia is in the studio with us this morning. Good morning, sir. Great to have you in our studios. Good to have you, Jonas. Good morning, Wale. It's a big pleasure being here. You know, it's, um, it's always nice to have uh, conversations with you know veteran colleagues uh, there's a lot to catch up about i've um, i love television loved radio since i was very small and lucky for me i'm sure a lot of people were making guesses now lucky for me i was born around that time where the deregulation happened and you know a lot of them began to crop up and there were just a lot of options good to have you in the studio thank you uh, this uh, morning well l- let's let's get to it um let's I'm, I'm just curious as to what you know broadcasting was like yes the, uh, we talk about you know the deregulation there's a lot of us now uh, but there weren't so many um in the early 90s at least that i you know started following radio television and, you know, in the many years ago when you started, uh, what was broadcasting like those years ago? Thank you very much, Wally. But first, let me con- uh, correct um, um, a piece of information. I'm oh. not the chairman of the Pioneers Forum of NTI Bekuta. That uh, Someone must have informed me wrong. Uh, no, no, that, <laughs> that is the uh, um, honor and privilege of Mrs. Modupe uh, uh, our chairman is mm. uh, uh, Mrs. Mudupe. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure we'll get yeah, to it. Yeah, I'll get to it. Yes. <laughs> uh, she, she's uh, Dupe Oladimeji. Someone must have Dupe Oladimeji. Mm. Oh, I am the president of the forum. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, great. Now, back to your question. Uh, how was it in those days? Um, like you, I grew up um, totally in love with them. Um, broadcasting uh when i was a small boy i uh, used to sneak out in, at night uh, to go and watch television in the neighbor's uh house and i got beaten as soon as i came back home but that didn't stop me from going the next day in fact i have scars on, on my chest of um <laughs> being beaten you know because at that time you have to struggle to find your own place 
uh, at the window of the neighbor's house with other kids. So it was beautiful when I was a kid, you know. Um, there were fantastic programs on Radio Nigeria and the WNTV at the time. But as the, the time that the military came in and um, decided to take over the regional television and radio stations, things went south. Mm. Uh, things got really bad. Um, by the late 80s uh, into the 90s, things were terrible because broadcasting had become um, so so regulated by the authorities, being military. They didn't want any um, counter views. They didn't want fresh views. They didn't want anybody that would say, no, that isn't correct. It wasn't a time for plurality of opinions. At all. So by that time, the entire country, the citizens were tired of what they were getting on Radio Nigeria, on what they were getting on NTA. And I joined NTA in uh, 1979. Mm. Uh, and we had the challenge of bringing back credibility, a little credibility uh, into the broadcasting industry. So uh, we tried our best and um, we were fresh then uh, maybe not as fresh as Fresh FM but we certainly <laughs> were fresh uh, NTA actually it started as NTV Abeokuta mm. was uh, established in 1978 by the administration of uh, General Lucia Gombasanjo and we were fresh kids you know from various uh, professions out of school and we joined NTV Abekuta, which later became NTA Abekuta. And we tried to bring something different, something challenging to the people of uh, Ogun State. Um, and I think to a large extent, we succeeded. Now, uh, later on, things actually didn't get much better. Because from military, we transited to civilian, but the civilian regimes were almost as bad as the military. So again, um, by 1992, 1992, the military regime of um, uh, General uh, Batamusi Babangida um, bowed to public pressure to establish the National Broadcasting Commission, which again was an agency to deregulate broadcasting. Mm. And so from that moment on, it's been beautiful. There have been difficult moments, but there have also been wonderful moments. And one of those wonderful moments is seeing uh, Fresh FM in Ibadan, in Abekuta, and I guess to soon be, I mean, in heard all over the world. Quite Fantastic, you know. Mm. So this is the journey that uh, as far as i can describe it yes but um what, what, what would you would you say because uh, you know I'm, I'm 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 also keen to find out you know what it was uh, like uh, from the particularly from the angle of the practitioner particularly from the angle of you know the professional uh a lot of times uh, there's always this comparison about what things were what it is now you know the I don't want to say old, old and young generation. There's always this, you know, this argument of uh, this was how we did it. This is how you do it now. What, 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 what do you make of um, the growth uh, over time, as far as you know, uh, the, the practice itself is concerned? 
let me say that um, you know uh, the people of today will one day look back on today and say oh in our time it was better mm. that is life mm. you know but certainly when one looks back and looks at what is happening right now there is a qualitative difference in those days um we were trained by thorough professionals before you can get into a broadcasting studio in those days you would have spent like three months just listening in watching the professionals do it mm. and then every morning uh, there is always an editorial um, conference where all the broadcasts of yesterday will be analyzed torn to pieces criticism in fact i i started uh, broadcasting in uh, ogun radio ogun State broadcasting uh, corporation the most terrible moments the one that everyone feared most was the morning editorial conference when all the big organs would be seated there and they would be taking one program after the other and my god they tear into you and blast you and say you mispronounced okay lewo you said is okay lewo or um you mispronounced somebody's name you get torn to pieces uh, and you will be given a copy of uh, uh, these uh, pronunciation uh, dictionary to go and learn how to uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Mm. Uh, so it it, it, it was um, a tough time to be in broadcasting. But now, what I see that is probably on the um, regrettable side is that there's so many stations and so few professionals training those who go on air. So you have people who think uh, being on air is sounding like you just landed from Chicago mm. or um, you just landed from Heathrow Airport. It's not about that. It's about communicating with the people back home. If they can't understand you, you, f- you failed. You mm. know, and um, you, you must have a lot of knowledge, not only about the world, but about the community in which you operate. You know, so that a little a little part of that is absent now. Um, there's less preparation. People are just picked because the sound like they dropped from uh, the United States of America, and then they put before the microphone, and that is uh, regrettable. Uh, one hopes that there will be more training, more backstopping of those who go on air and those who do news writing by uh, trained. Uh, professionals and trainers. You know, I was I was going to ask if you know there was anything uh, you know good about uh, you know, the modern day broadcaster. Uh, you know, although some of the things that you've pointed out just you know throws me back, and I'm wondering what then is good about. But fantastic! So many things <laughs> okay. are good okay. about modern day pro- broadcasting in Nigeria. The diversity, the plurality. There are stations uh, that cater to the young. There are stations that cater to the elderly. Mm. There are uh, stations that deal with various uh, subjects. So the, that diversity, that plurality, was what Nigerians were, were fighting for in the 80s and the early 90s, and we've gotten it. It's just that the professionalism uh, is a little bit. Um, 
uh, down south. What, what, what exactly happened to the professionalism? Was it, was it that as the uh, numbers grew, we didn't have enough professionals to fill those voids? Or what exactly was it? That is what happened. Thank God, you know, um, a lot of mass communication schools came up sometimes in places that you don't expect. You have mass communication schools in schools of technology. You have them in... Um, schools of agri, maybe. In school of agri, you know, mm. which is not too terrible. Mm. But in terms of uh, broadcasting, the talent has been, you know, um, stretched too thin. Same. There are not enough trainers. And the people who are being pushed into the industry don't have enough training. And perhaps also, private owners of broadcasting stations would rather pick uh, someone who has just left secondary school, put him in front of the microphone because they don't want to pay trained professionals. That is a problem. And in any case, they're happy if that person stays three months, six months, he leaves, they can always bring in another person and underpay that person. In fact, the situation in the media, mass media industry in Nigeria is terrible. Owners are not paying their staff. And it's very sad because when you don't pay your staff, you make them beggars. Mm. When they go out and they meet um, um, celebrities politicians. or politicians and so on, they just give them a little money and they're ready to say any nonsense. You, so that is one of the problems that we have today. Not enough professionalism, not enough uh, courage because the guys who are out there pounding the streets have not been paid they've not been empowered they've not been mm -hmm. trained mm -hmm. and the the station owners or newspaper owners are just happy for them to leave so that they can take in another set of fresh eager to be on the air you know mm -hmm. personnel now when, when you talk about professionalism and you know you mentioned the mass communication schools and you, you'd agree that uh, this is a profession that has been very accommodating uh, not every broadcaster uh, studied mass communication. Uh, mm -hmm. There are people who, you know, maybe got on the job and then got some professional trainings eventually. There are some that were just raw talent and, you know, they got into it and, and they flourished. Uh, so, can, what, because, you know, I've, 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 I've been of the opinion sometimes, uh, I've, I've, a couple of times you find um, interns coming here, mass communication students, uh, and I'm not entirely sure. Uh, at the rate they were going, what kind of broadcasters, how good they were going to be as um, journalists, as broadcasters, or as media practitioners. So uh, it's, it's, it's a profession that is very interesting in a way that uh, you find those that were not trained to be becoming very great broadcasters or great practitioners, but those that were essentially trained to be not entirely very great. My brother, I agree with you. Broadcasting, mass communication is a field that welcomes everybody. Mm. But the critical thing is what you mentioned, training. No matter your talent, you still need to be trained. Mm. There are the, uh, if you like, the rules and regulations. And then there are the ethics, which are much, much uh, larger than the rules and regulations. Mm. Rules and regulations can help prepare you towards the ethics. But ethics have to do with the internalization of principles of a profession that people have to respect. I can tell you that um, I was taken into television by someone who studied at Greek. Mm. 
His name is now Professor Akinshofolue. He, but at, he, his first um, course of study was at Greek. Then he ventured into theater arts and then came into broadcasting. And he was fantastic. He was a great trainer of people. But then there was discipline. There were ethics. And those ethics must be uh, respected. But that is not actually happening too much. So it is not just a question of whether somebody is coming in from outside or has been trained in mass communication. It's a question of continuous training and That's adoption of ethics mm. and uh, principles of the profession. Because it's a profession. You're there to serve a certain public, you owe them the responsibility to be factual, to be truthful, and to protect their interest. And also, in so, to some extent, uh, in broadcasting and other mass media have a primary responsibility of holding government accountable to the people. But where the people who are there depend on politicians or people in government to make a living, we've lost it. So, I've been speaking with uh, Mr. Olali Konaja. He's the president of the Pioneers Firm of Abelkuza. That's a group of you know amazing individuals who have worked at one point in their life at the NTR Abelkuza. They are all retired now, or either resigned, or, you know, and <laughs> maybe earning pension uh, from uh, you know uh, what they did in the NTA. And we've been talking essentially about uh, the profession and quite a number of things that have been said. We'll take a very quick pause. And uh, when we return, uh, we will, um, you know, delve into the uh, the group, uh, the Pioneers from Abelkuta. I was uh, privileged to find out that uh, the individuals in that group have uh, come with, come up with a book uh, that tells their tales, their experiences, you know. And I hear there are quite a number of things to look out for. And we'll get into all of that in a moment. This platform on Fresh One Hundred Seven Point Nine FM, Abelkuta. Please don't go anywhere. Star five 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 star pin ash. Baba Jani, kini gong. Utu tin shiron jari. Star five 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 star pin ash. Hey, mukbe. E wotu ni star five 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 star pin ash. Oh, shankele number two bado bagbeni yo. Ten star five 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 star pin ash. Lati bai lo po mefa woi beto bara so yo po ibani soro eteli re. Jack bai nyo gono mefa naira ifa family alese kese. Lori bobo woi po yo gono naira to bara. Airtel, the smartphone network. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in, in real time. time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Oakland.
Many thanks for staying with us. 23 minutes can pass 10 a.m. Still fresh 107.9 FM Abelka's platform this uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, in case you're just joining us, uh, you've missed a lot already, but better late than never this year. I've been speaking uh, with uh, Mr. Lali Kwajia, is a veteran broadcaster, media trainer. Uh, he was a former director of the NBC. I worked with the Nigerian Television Authority. Uh, started as NTV, as he said just a couple of moments ago. And uh, he's the president of the Pioneers Firm of Abelkta, uh, which is a group of uh, individuals that worked many years ago uh, with the NTA. And uh, we've been talking uh, in the last couple of minutes about the profession and, you know, God, uh, what the situation was then compared to what it is now. And just before we went to that break, I did uh, mention the fact that uh, there's a book uh, written by, you know, the many veterans who worked at the NTA many years ago. And, you know, I, I read um, many things Mr. Adyalashwetan was uh, talking to me about the book and telling me some of the individuals that, you know, were part of it. I saw a lot of them study, I know. Uh, so, Moita Lasule, who, incidentally, I just met some months ago, about two months ago. He just walked in here and said, I loved your voice. And we, we got to work together. Very interesting man as well. Uh, so, um, the book, First Person Personal, My Entire Book to a Story. Uh, Mr. Adyal, could you talk to us about that? Believe me, um, I think this is one of the best things I've done in the last few years. What uh, first person personal, uh, my NTA Abelkota story is about, is uh, a compilation of the recollections of pioneer staff of NTA Abelkota from 1979 to 1989. Mm. And my, everybody should have a copy of this book. Um, it's not just because it's about broadcasting, but because it's about the story of human beings thrown into a situation that was tough, challenging, but because they believed in what they were doing, they made fantastic, uh, uh, um, a fantastic station out of a station that had practically nothing. We didn't have a studio. We're recording outside. The, the, the only thing that you can call studio was just off the transmitter hall. And um, there was no air conditioning. Um, uh, the cameraman had to carry the camera on their shoulder mm. and stop breathing. No, While I'm telling you, <laughs> because if they start to breathe, the picture will start dancing. Mm. So they had to hold the camera tight. And for the period that the newscaster was casting news live. And in those days, most programs were, were transmitted live. It's not a question of, oh, you sit in the studio, then you get a chance to so make some corrections. No, 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 no. It's live. Programs were transmitted live and everybody was running. We didn't have vehicles. Um, we used to hire taxis. Um, journalists and Producers use their personal vehicles to do their job. You find in that book someone who said, My salary in 1983 was 200 naira. Better believe it. 200 naira a month. Yes, I know, you know. I've heard some people say it was a lot of money back then. Uh, maybe, I don't think it was. Okay. 200 <laughs> naira. You have to pay your rent, you have to take care of your family and everything. So, all these people brought together studio hands, 
floor managers, um, the journalists, the producers, the directors were faced with enormous challenges and they also had to face human challenges. You can imagine that in every institution, um, uh, the interactions are very important. Mm. There were people who felt that they were abused, that there was abuse of authority. Some uh, people talked about sexual harassment. Some ladies talked about sexual harassment. So you had all these stories. But you also had stories of how wonderful it was to succeed at programs that you get together to say, we're going to do this program. You write the script. Everybody gets together. You pull all your energies together. You work day and night, day and night until it succeeds. And believe me, in the um, between 1979, 1985, uh, 1989, NTA Abekuta was the big hit. Even when OGTV came on, we were still the darling station of the people of Abekuta mm. because of programs like Fogmoyo, Egbeyewo, Get Smart, you know, our news. Because when we took news, we took it to the network, and network was always happy to receive news from uh, Abekuta because, of course, Abekuta has always been a very important center of national politics. I mean, Obasanjo, uh, MK Abiola, you know, all those people. You know, are from Abekuta. So, um, the Pioneers Forum uh, was formed in uh, 2018. You know, first as a WhatsApp platform. Mm. We met on WhatsApp and we're very happy to be together again. To reconnect. To reconnect. We mm. talked about our family, how you're doing, who is where, and so on. And then it got bigger and better. And we said, listen, we can't just be talking um, on WhatsApp. What can we do for ourselves? What can we do for NTA Abekuta? Because NTA Abekuta remains a really terribly challenged station. I know most NTA stations put in state capitals mm. for political reasons have challenges. But NTA Abekuta <laughs> had special challenges. Why? Because we are just a stone throw away from uh, Lagos where you have NTA National, uh, NTA Channel 7, Ikeja, then um, the, our mother station, WNTV, mm. which is now NTA Ibadan. Mm. Then you have... So, we were under a lot of pressure to compete. And to God be the glory, we competed positively. We were able to bring the world to Abekota. We had all the big entertainment stars, King Sonia Day, mm. Colintin Ayinla, you know, Barista... Um, all of them came down to Abekuta to make this place really. Kwam Wan um, more or less started his uh, career appearing on NT Abekuta. We put him in Ogun State Hotel and the whole place was flooded. So many uh, Babasala, Oyaji, Adejobi, all these people used to come because of the dynamism of the staff that was on the ground. We made the through. Uh, lemons at us and we made lemonade out of it. Mm. We had little money. We had we, we, we were going around when the vehicle eventually got vehicles. We got what we call shalake. You know those two, those vehicles that you need to open from one side before anybody could get down. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. You know, mm. so those were tough times and we survived. Now from those times 
the resilience, the toughness that NTA Abekuta gave us. Many of us have gone places. There is a, a, a director general of National Broadcasting Commission in our midst, Engineer Yomi Bolaniwa, mm-hmm. who started as Engineer 2. Actually, he came in from WNBS TV, you know, and then came as Engineer 2 at NTA Abekuta. He rose to become Chief Engineer. Then um, he went to National Broadcasting Commission and became the director general. We have people who are in diplomacy, I I worked in uh, UNICEF. No. We had people who are in business, who are big in business. People, famous names that you, you if I tell you, you won't believe. Like Kenny Ogunbe started at NTA Abekuta. Mm. Um, Yemisho Dimu. Um, um, so many of us. Very uh, young Acharaike, no. who became a very big name, mm. you know, in uh, 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 Nollywood. No, in events. Events, yes. Yes, in events. Yes. So many people that you find in the big stations who are big names now started at NTA Abekuta. And it's that you can do it spirit that NTA Abekuta pumped into us. It was like adrenaline. When you wake up in the morning, you want to go, 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 go to that station. And when you get there, you don't even remember that, you know, it's nighttime. What, what exactly was it? Because you know, um, I've, I've before before even finding out there was a group of you. Uh, I'd spoken with um, you know some of your colleagues who worked many years back then. Uh, maybe not at the same time. Eddie, I know for example, uh, Demola Ladosu, for example. You know, I've spoken with uh, you know a couple of them. I think Benga Gwesson at some point. Of course, yes, we all uh, started together. I've, I've spoken, I've spoken yes. with a couple. I just, just wanted to be sure. You know? Yes, and you know, in some of you know my interactions with them or some of my eavesdropping, you know, on some of their interactions. Uh, there was just that, as you've also mentioned now, there was just that willingness to, to get there despite the challenges. And for some reason, uh, you wonder what exactly was it at that time that just gave you that um, urge to, to, to go on, despite the fact that it was a tough um, professional, a tough environment to work. The first thing was, let's give it to them, we had uh, supervisors who themselves were go-getters. Um in the news, you had uh, somebody like uh, Mr. D. Tuberu, whom we call Susula Koza. You, you had Martini Akande. Uh, you had Wale Bakre. Uh, we had general managers like Prince uh, Bayosonda. We had um, um, Elder Elijah Adidura, who was a chief accountant, but who came several times to be acting uh, general manager for Enti Abekuta. We had uh, Zaki Ozidu who was in accounts. We had um, Ari Yombo who was head of admin. And these people motivated the staff under them to achieve. They provided, um, if you like, we, we stood on the shoulders of giants. Mm. You know, people were committed. And um, when you had that uh, kind of um, inspiration and empowerment you do your best also we were young and television was fantastic it was adventure for us mm. and we're ready to do anything and everything to succeed there were people who were put despite all that i said earlier on people were put just one night they just say okay you are the ones reading the news and then you hear them in their story they say i started pissing in my pants mm. <laughs> but i sat there and i read the news you know the people were given that opportunity and they took it and they rode with it. So it was 
a combination of the experience and the accommodating um, environment that the supervisors provided and then it was the eagerness of the young people to you know achieve to make a difference to make a difference to make a mark as much as the people in Ibadan, Lagos and anywhere else were making now you you, you mentioned a very interesting name Wally Bakker uh from then uh where is he Are now you related? By the way? No, well, uh, um, sad enough, I believe uh, Mr. Wally Bakari has passed on. Yeah, uh, his soul rest in peace. Yeah, we had uh, fantastic people who have also passed on. Kayo Edowu. You cannot talk about broadcasting in Ogun State and not talk about Kayo Edowu. Murun Kayo Ayokaidowu was the first person on NTV Abekuta. She was a phenomenon. She was presenter, she was producer, she was scriptwriter, she did adverts, she was everywhere. Really dynamic lady. When you put Kayo Edowu on a program or you put her in a committee, you can be sure of success. Mm-hmm. You know, sadly also, she has passed on. Well, may their souls rest in peace. I remember inviting uh, Benga Gwesson for one of my programs the other day. I think it was going to be the first time. I think maybe the first and only time he has been on one of my programs and he said, uh, I'm busy tomorrow, but I'll be around because you shared the name with you know a boss of mine. And I, at that time, I just really wanted to know who that was. And you know, I guess that's the individual Wally Bakker is talking about. Wally Bakker is, is talking about. It must have been an amazing person. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, we had all these radicals. Bengagbeson is an ad and out radical, he's an activist, mm-hmm. just like I came out the last year. These are people who say the society must change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they went on a crusade. We must change this society for the better. They never took no for an answer. These were people who had brushes with the authorities, with the security, but they did their job. You know, they had integrity. They still have integrity. And they're part of what makes us very special as Pioneers Forum of NT Abekuta. Because when you have uh, any 10 of these members of Pioneers Forum of NT Abekuta, Always they stand out in any group. Now I'm I'm, I'm here thinking because um I'd, of course I'd I'd love to I definitely pick up the book and see what what is in it. But um I'm I'm just wondering you know aside from the stories that you talk about you know the tales of you know the lot of you who went through thick and thin to you know excel at that time, yeah. uh, which is which is definitely a lesson for everybody. Um, what what are the lessons for young broadcasters? Uh, you know, from this book, um, first person personal, my book. Thank you. Um, the first thing is even the very existence of uh, Pioneers Forum of Anti Abekuta is a lesson, not only to the young broadcasters, but also even to our age mates, that all is not lost. Nigeria is in dire situation. We are in a terrible uh, spot in our history, but. It's one thing to uh, moan and complain and say, oh, everything has gone to pieces. We, by forming Pioneers Forum of NT Abekuta, are saying, come on, go back. If you don't know where you're going, at least you know where you're coming from. Mm. Go back and pick something positive from that past and use it to impact the, pre- uh, the present. That is what we're doing as Pioneers Forum of NT Abekuta. Then, for the um, broadcasters of today. We want to say no matter how terrible 
you think things are. It is your life. It is you now and then. You must do everything you can to excel. Because if you don't, your time is your time goes past and all you will live to remember are ashes. We didn't want to do that in Nti Abekuta. We're telling people who are in Nti Abekuta today and who are having a very hard time. They have a dynamic general manager. We're very proud of her. She's moving mountains for that station. We're telling them, please do not give up. Wherever you are now is just a starting point. You're going places. Many of us have gone places. Mm. People who started as uh, floor managers, as cameramen, they're now big, big people in, in the community. So what we're saying is, please do not give up on yourself. Do not give up on your profession. Do your very best. Excel. Because it's not just about the station, it's about you. Whatever you put in is what you're going to get out of it. And tomorrow, you'll be proud that you did your best. So this is the... Alright, we'll, we'll do another break. We'll, we'll continue this in a moment. This platform on Fresh FM. Please don't go anywhere. Ade, oh ma shi oju shi e mo gege bi aro le idili e. O tu oju meta ti mame o ti fi awon atejise adura iranse tori pe o ko lati fi data olososu iranse si. Ah, Olori, ara ko ri be o. Wo, ko si awawi kankan o. O to ni ke iwo na le ra data si lati pin laarin ore ati ebi pelu ebun edegbeta megabyte fun eni kankan to ba pe fun lori ilana Airtel Family Plan. Tester 141 hash bayi lati janfani yi Airtel the smartphone network. Fresh 107.9 FM. Thank you for staying with us. Platform this Wednesday morning. Wali Bakar is my name. I've been speaking with uh, Mr. Lali Kwanajia, who is the president pioneers firm of uh, Belkuta. And uh, we've been talking about uh, the profession. Uh, we did uh, spend some moments to talk about the book, First Person Personnel. My anti Abelkuta story, which is a compilation of a lot of stories, I'm sure, uh, by retired, resigned, and pensioners of anti Abelkuta, you know, talking about what it was like many years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I bet there are quite a lot of lessons for today's broadcaster, for, you know, uh, those in the profession today uh, to tap into and uh, pick their lessons from it. Um, so, Joe, let's, uh, you know, talk about. Um, you, you've spoken about you know what has happened with Abelkuta, for example. You've spoken about uh, you know how uh, many NTA stations were set up. Some of them for political reasons. Some of them for inclusion. You know, some people say we want ours too. We should get ours too. And you could argue that uh, maybe they've gone, they've gone, they've become too much to manage for those that manage them for the government, <laughs> obviously in, the, in this case. Um, we were talking off the mic earlier. You, you were with the NBC uh, for many years. We were talking off the mic about, you know, recently licenses were granted, a lot of them. Yeah. Incidentally, we were beneficiaries of some as well. Mm. Uh, there's been the argument as to, are we getting too many, the stations? Or don't, do we even have enough? Uh, there's been arguments for and against, uh, you know, whatever divide of the argument you belong to. What's your opinion about all of this? Thank you, uh, Wale. Uh, let me say this, uh, however, uh, we're not all old, retired, resigned people. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's still young people amongst us yeah, yeah, who started way back then. Not tired. Mm. Not tired. Okay. We have um, members 
who are still in the profession. Oh. We have general managers all over the place. We have uh, people who have just retired as general manager. Uh, just Mrs. FSU, oh, sure. just retired as uh, general manager in Lagos. Mm. We have um, Shegonjela, they who still general manager uh, Ekiti. We have mm. directors of programs here and there. You know. LB's dad, by the way, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you know. Um, so we're not all old, tired retired, resigned <laughs> people. Mm. There's still some very vibrant uh, people, young people amongst us. Now, to the question as to um, um, do we have too many broadcasting stations? My opinion would, would be to say no. We don't have enough. We still need more stations to cater to uh, every a large population, mm. even small populations. The 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 um, vision of National Broadcasting Commission when we started in 1993 was that apart from the private um, broadcasting stations, there will be community stations. But you had this fear of broadcasting by the authorities by government authorities and uh, that was why they were so afraid to license uh, community stations. Mm. So National Broadcasting Commission actually had to start by licensing campus uh, radio stations, you know, who had very limited um, reach, catered to their campuses, but in uh, later on, some community stations were licensed but they're not doing so well. Uh, I guess a lot of private stations have also been licensed and many of them failed to take to take off because the people got the licenses, got it as political patronage. Mm. They thought, okay, yeah, if you give um, Senator X one radio station, that one as a representative member or uh, one big shot of APC, PDP, NPC, you know, all these um, <laughs> political, parties. political parties, you know, uh, they set up something and then they will help our party. It's not that simple. Broadcasting is a serious business. It's not like opening shop and selling uh, Coca-Cola Fanta. No, sorry. You're putting professionals to work. They have ethics and principles. You have to pay them. You have to maintain your station. You have to pay your license fees to National Broadcasting Commission. You must um, also satisfy those who advertise on your station. And if you don't have an audience, the advertisers will go to stations that have uh, the audience. And that's why Fresh FM is doing fine. Mm -hmm. There's so many stations. But because you have the audience, people are listening into you, then advertisers come to you. That is the way the game playing, uh, you know, is played. Mm. Apart from that, we need more community stations. We need you know, um, special interest stations. For instance, we need stations, for instance, for farmers practically in every part of Nigeria. We need for traders. We need for transporters, just as it happens everywhere. Look at traffic radio, mm. Lagos. Boom! It went bam like that, and it took to the airways and it's gone international. Catering to very narrow interest, traffic in Lagos, and then it went into other things. We need more. But let me tell you the truth. And the truth is this. There are all the NTA stations 
that was cited for political reasons in God knows where, and which NTA and also FRCN don't have the funds to sustain. In my personal opinion, this is not the opinion of Pioneers Forum of NTA Bekuta. This is my personal opinion. They should just hand them over to the state governments or to the communities and let them run with it. Because what is NTA doing right now? Maybe they're paying salaries. Those stations are suffering. They're not providing adequate services to the communities in which they are because they do not have the resources to do so. So, we are absolutely proud of the people who have been general managers in NTR Abekuta because they struggled against the tide. They struggled against great odds to, to sustain this station. And we hope that the government of Ogun State, the communities in Ogun State, will, sustain, will help to sustain NTR Abekuta. It has a, 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 a track record. The people who are there are still fantastic people and they can do a great job if they're encouraged. Well, just just one more thing before. There's a lot I could we could talk about, to be yeah. fair. Just before, because I honestly love uh, my phone lines. I've been buzzing. I'm sure that quite a number of people would um, just love to pass one or two comments. We'll, we'll get to that, maybe at least two or three there about. But, um, you know, the the regulation of of of, of broadcasting is, uh, is is always as a, you know a point of debate. Uh, you know. Uh, Many have said, yes, there is a need for regulation, but then sometimes the regulation can go too far uh, in such a way that you begin to wonder whether there is that freedom uh, of the press or freedom of the media, really. Um, the, the NBC, for example, is coming for some level of criticism over time, uh, although some would say it's not entirely the fault of the staff as sometimes there's a government angle to it. What are your thoughts? Thank you very much. One of the terrible things that's we have had to live with is the fact that um, the National Broadcasting Commission was set up under a military government. Mm. Believe me, the security apparatus at that time was not happy with the setting up of the National Broadcasting Commission. The military themselves were very edgy. So there was this clause in the uh, decree setting it up that the minister of information can give directives of a specific and general, whatever, whatever, and the commission will have to comply. Okay. It's a terrible thing. And they ought to take it and throw it into the Atlantic Ocean or the Sahara Desert, or the, you know, wherever. <laughs> that is what is killing the National Broadcasting Commission. And that is what is posing a threat to deregulated broadcasting. That clause that says the minister can give directives of a specific or general nature to the National Broadcasting Commission and the commission will have to comply. It's, it's balderdash. But we were only too happy that a military government established the National Broadcasting Commission and said, okay, let's just run with it. We have to be careful. But you know what happened that time? The first commission, the, the, the commission that was set up had Peter Enahoro as chairman. And it had uh, Dr. Um, uh, my Oga, uh, Dr. Tom Adaba okay. as director general. And the commission was full of people, of professionals, people who, who stood up tall and strong, who were 
people in the society who could offer opinions, who can say to government, no, that is not right. That is not the way to do it. And they, to give credit to Ibrahim Babangida for once, I'm sorry, but that's my opinion of him. <laughs> to give credit to him, they actually listened to that commission because they were made up from the private sector, from government, from the security, from they were committed people. They were people with principles. They were people who had values. And they guided that commission to perform despite that uh, big stick that was handing over, hanging over it um, held by the Minister of Information. Mm. Then, also, there were dif very different Ministers of Information. I don't want to make any comments about the you know, you. present Minister of Information, but I am sorry. I'll just say, I am sorry it has come to that. Because the National Broadcasting Commission is not allowed to perform its duties. It is under the hampit of the Minister of Information. And that's not what it's supposed to be. The reason why the uh, digitalization of uh, broadcasting has not taken off in Nigeria today, you can quote me and they can come and pick me up anytime they want, is because the, the, uh, the National Broadcasting Commission has been put under the hampit of the Minister of Information. And so it cannot perform. All right. Well, um, we could go on and on. Like I said, uh, you know, it's, it's it's been great, you know, talking to you. But we'll we'll, we'll take some comments uh, very quickly uh, this uh, morning. I bet uh, those of you who joined the conversation must have, um, you know, had some fun listening to some of it. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine. There's also zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Good morning to you. What's your name? Good morning, Walibakara. Good morning, Mr. J. My name is Demola. I'm calling from Good morning, Mr. Demola. Yes. They are not retired. They are not resigned. They are still active for Wale. <laughs> now, my friend, do you remember in those days, Mr. J, in NCA, whereby we, we bring this paper to your office, we would highlight the mistakes made by the newspapers, and you read it out. Mm. Those are one of those days. That's one. Then two, how we, are you, are you seeing these people, using their rights to learn these people, because I see the way they pronounce this on the, the radio, on the radio, even on the TV side. Even Kama, who stopped and some other things, because they don't bother about it. <laughs> I don't even think they, 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 they pursue them for the couple of Yeah. Right. Some things are disgusting, but right. I hope you tell them the right thing to do, and they will. They must learn from you. God bless you. Thank you, Thank you very much. much. Thank you. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Okay. Let's try this. Good morning to you. Hello. Good Hello? morning. Yes. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Mr. and Mr. Olaki Lani Kujuku. Good to have you join us. Sir. Talk to us. I think what is important really is for you to identify and address strictness to the calling, else you can perform well. So today, I think what happening, most of our particulars in the uh, I remember quite correct on NTA Lagos, 
there were some, I did say, non professional. They were not professional quite all right, but they were performing, performing well. Like, uh, you remember, uh, the presenter on uh, NTA Take a Trip Mastermind, he was interested that he was just, he was a lecturer in the School of Arts and Science. He was a science lecturer, not a media practitioner. A good presenter indeed. This was a so you mentioned, really, is today you, me you, you mentioned that he was a big culturalist that I really got to know. This man also, the way he used to appear, you might even think that he was uh, really a, a, a professional media man. And again, look at, I have got a question for you. These private stations that don't pay their staff as expected, how could the government, could the government do? Would the government continue to look at them we have many private stations with this. Right, they don't pay their staff as expected. And they are prominent private stations. They are working at two. I will mention the name quite right. <laughs> I mean, if that is they could do, could do, really, All right. to make things better. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much, sir. Um, I think we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Uh, Mr. Ajia, quickly. Yes, <laughs> uh, very quickly. Um, let me say about uh, the pronunciation and the performance of uh, on-air personalities. I will say, as I'd, we had said before, it's a question of continuous training. Mm. And the fact that every morning there must be an examination, a rigorous examination yeah. of the, yesterday's broadcast so that people are kept on their toes. Now, um, the stations that don't pay their staff, it's very sad uh, unionism, staff unionism has gone to the dogs, uh, both in the private and the public sector. We need the unions to come back. But apart from the unions, there are the professional associations. The union, Nigerian Union of Journalists, RATAU, and the Broadcasting um, Organization of Nigeria, they ought to organize sit-ins and strikes at the uh, premises, in the premises of broadcast stations that do not pay their staff. What, for what reason will you ask somebody, somebody who has a family to maintain to come to work every day, close late at night, undergo the rigors, the fear of uh, security agents and so on, and you don't pay him? Mm. It's unacceptable. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, the book, First Person Personnel, my entire story, uh, the presentation is coming up this uh, weekend, Saturday, this Saturday. October 30th at Ogbe. Yes. Uh, I'll be there, I hope. Thank you. I'll we'll try. be looking forward to seeing you there. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Ali Kwajia. Thank, Thank you very much for your Thank time. You. It's been Thank great you. talking to you and, of course, getting to reminisce about this old days and, you know, get to talk about some of these things. Uh, hopefully, uh, well, you say there's been improvements uh, yes. some way, but then there's still, there's a lot of professionalism that's been thrown away. Yes. I hope we'll get back to those good old days eventually. I pray so. Thank you very much for Thank you. Being well, a part well, of the I'm so, so, so very proud of you. Peter. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's the program this morning. Many thanks to you for investing your time with us. That's Platform this Wednesday. That's the program this week. Uh, that's incidentally uh, a wrap for